Prepare for your jump. Approaching King's Canyon. Hi, hello, this is Jules the Human here, and welcome to Voidwalker, an Apex Legends podcast all about leaks, news, anything going on in the world of the video game Apex Legends. I am one of your hosts, as always, Jules the Human, and I am joined by I Am Project, our other host. Project, how are you doing? Hey, Jules, I'm doing really well, thank you. How are you today? I am doing fantastic. I'm ready to talk about some Apex Legends in the intro, in the very first episode, Zero. Uh, We talk a little bit about ourselves, but we couldn't hold back, and we really wanted to get into some Apex Legends talk. So if you want to hear a little bit about us, where we came from, start from there. But this is where we're going to get into what's going on in the world of Apex Legends. Uh, If you want to follow us on anything, Twitter, we both stream on Twitch. There are going to be links in the show notes right down there um, so that you can come and talk to us if you want, or if, uh, you know, if you're listening to the podcast, we would love to hear from you. Jump into one of our streams, tell us on Twitter, add us on Twitter. We're, we're definitely, uh, just starting out at the beginning of the podcasting journey. So we would love to hear from you and we would love some feedback. If you want to, uh, be on the show and ask us questions, we, we have a, an email. You can email us voidwalkerpod at gmail.com that's going to be in the show notes as well so if you want to be a part of the show we'll give you a mention if you have a good question if you want a uh, specific topic for us to go over definitely uh email us that's probably one of the the best ways to get on the show um and if you're listening on apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review we'll we'll read the review as well uh on the podcast so uh we're just looking to you know talk apex legends and talk with others about apex legends um and we would love to build a a community around this that listen to podcasts so let's get into uh there's there's some news leaks and rumors this is kind of how it's gonna go uh for a regular episode we're gonna get into uh some news and things that go down but then at the end we're gonna do the final circle and we're gonna be talking about one large aspect of uh the video game and this week we're gonna be talking about loba and today yeah it's a lot we gotta we're going through a lot and towards the end we're gonna get tips from the outlands where i ask project our uh amazing apex legends professional a a question about apex legends on how to get better and things like that so um you mentioned one thing about uh mirage that's that's going on i mean first off i love the buff can we take like a minute to talk yep. about the Mirage? Big round buff? of applause for the buff there. <laughs> golf clap, par four. Yeah, golf Congrats. clap. Jeez, you did it, bud. You did it. He's awesome. Held it out to like my hat goes off to all of the Mirage mains out there. They stuck it out and literally oh, like for them to finally get that buff, you can definitely yeah. you can hear that sigh of relief mm-hmm. for them to say <laughs> he's finally not a wasted legend in in the oh, games. Yeah. Because he's been, he's like the spokesperson of the game, right? He's the guy, he was, uh, you know, Mirage Voyage was huge. Yeah, he, uh, big of announced, it. Yeah, there, there's, he's like the voice of Apex Legends. He's the face of Apex Legends. And he wasn't a very good legend for a while. No. <laughs> and everybody wanted to like him. Everybody wanted to play him. And it's like, oh, okay, well, his abilities aren't doing that much, but he, it's okay. He's cool. And I love his voice and all that stuff, but now he's got 
uh, finally a place where you can say he's one. Uh, he he's definitely a contender for somebody that you're gonna pick. A hundred percent. And I and to anybody that has out there that says they have not been bamboozled at least once by Mirage oh and goodness. his new buff hands down you are lying <laughs> yeah yeah it, it's so good i bamboozled sure. myself like, literally <laughs> it's so like, funny because it's me? true am i me like who's this i was like it, what yeah. that's it like now when he says he, like his punchlines in the game now are true to the point like am i actually the the hologram or is this actually yeah. me like you really can't tell and that they've done yeah. a really good job of it i'm not gonna lie i do really hate coming up against him oh okay hate's a strong word i really dislike coming up against the good mirage player now for sure yeah and it, 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 it's not difficult to to be sort of good at good with him now and it's just like well uh, there's two of them and they're both acting the the very same they look the yeah. same on first glance you know whenever you're running through uh the outlands whenever you're running through king's canyon whatever you, you see out of the corner of your eye you see somebody and you see another person and you're like well you got to make a quick decision is it this the guy on the yep, left or the guy on the it. right and it's like well it's 50 50 because it's so good it's so good now exactly exactly um but we have some uh, leaks and rumors that he is going to be getting the next heirloom, uh, which is going to be a statue of himself, of course. Yeah, very um, excited to see this, I think, like with with his style. And, you know, he's very much, you know, the joker of the, the legends, the group. Um, it'd be really nice to see him with a bit more credibility, especially with he had his own event as well. Like it would make sense yeah. to give him something you know, so detrimental to the games as well. But me as the resident crypto main, and if anybody else mains crypto, uh, Agile's human, because we would love to band together. But <laughs> as, you know, the crypto now, you know, sort of Loba main right now, I, I think they need to give some more love to crypto now. I think it's the time. They got Mirage, gave Mirage some stuff. He's getting an heirloom yeah. probably. But now it's, now I want crypto, my boy. But what would you like to see if they were really to give crypto, you know, that penultimate buff? What would you really like to see? Uh, it's definitely been a hot topic on stream because I just want to talk about it. I yep. think uh, <laughs> there was a, you know, going in, you know, going back into leaks and rumors and things like that. There was this rumor that crypto and uh, Bloodhound, I think, were going to be able to get you know uh, what is it called the thing that pathfinder the can recon log into beacons. yeah the recon beacon there was a rumor that uh, they were going to get that ability as well that crypto and bloodhound might get that ability and that would give yeah. them a buff i don't know if bloodhound needs that that next level buff but i'm 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 okay with that but crypto definitely needs it so hopefully you know something to where his drone can log into the recon beacon can give us the next circle that would be an easy buff that i would be kind of okay with and it doesn't really break the game it would be cool to yeah to but then we would probably have to give you know pathfinder another passive but you know we'll yeah. wait 35 seconds for that <laughs> um <laughs> but uh, something you know i just want him to do something more uh with the drone maybe have him i don't know have it follow you a little bit that might give out give yeah. away a position but something uh, just a little bit more man it's so cool that uh you know what he can do with his drone that can knock out you know watson and caustic traps and things like that yeah. but it, it it needs to be maybe even faster i know it's already pretty fast but maybe a little bit faster on the ult a little bit faster to get that drone back but uh something really because yeah. he's sitting at the bottom and um i'm 
He's Satch now become the new Mirage. <laughs> He's the new Mirage, yeah. And, and if Mirage can do it, crypto can do it too. But I have some uh, theories about crypto and the story that we're getting. We'll get into in a little bit. Well, but we Ooh. never talked about our mains. We never talked about our mains in the first episode. This is mean? very true. So for me, I am that stereotypical, you know, Twitch TTV rave <laughs> main. Um, not because, that's why I said know, in stream. <laughs> I said in your stream earlier today because you were playing Watson. I gotta say because you were trying out Watson for uh, some challenges. Yeah, and I was like, oh boy, I've never seen Watson run this fast. You're playing her like a wraith main. <laughs> I was like she can move. Okay. Literally, like it. I I don't get me wrong. I do love playing like all of the legends. There's such a great variation with the different le- legends, like different play styles and stuff like that. But for me personally with how i play in any sort of fps game that i've played i've always been quite aggressive pushing you know rapid response just you know just pinging heads left right and center just you know full of full of adrenaline just coursing through so it was either going to be octane or wraith but for me then also being able to you know her phase ability absolutely awesome and Mm -hmm. and it really did appeal to me with her style her characteristics you know the way she looked the skins that she has like i it just really pulled me in as a character and ever since the game launched i've always just been you know it's always been wraith whenever i start a game i have to be wraith for me to have Mm -hmm. a good game i have to play wraith (laughs) and um for sure and as soon as the heirlooms dropped in, and I got her kunai heirloom, that was it. I was like, that's it. I'm solidified now as a Wraith yeah. main. You cannot convince me otherwise. Bring out any legend. Make them invincible like Superman. I will still be a Wraith main. <laughs> and, and you got to mention that you got the kunai, but you also got it in real life. Yeah. So yeah. I was very fortunate that somebody gifted me the the kunai, the apex kunai here. Yeah, it's like a it's like a keyring size kunai. So yeah, it, it definitely fits now. And there's no way I could cheat on Wraith with any other oh, legend. No. She yeah. is now engraved in both IRL and game. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into the final circle right now because somebody is giving wraith i'm pretty sure the run for their money as your favorite maybe we'll talk about it (laughs) getting into the final circle final round beginning ring countdown um so this week we're going to be talking about loba we're going to be talking about all things loba and we know we're a little bit late but we just started the podcast so give us a break but i'm sure you've been uh playing as loba i'm sure you've been jumping in uh and trying out this new legend, the new one for season five. So I want to talk about first off, uh, your reaction when they finally announced that it was going to be Loba. I know me and you probably uh, were super into you know leaks and knowing things before it happens and all that. So yeah. you were you were already talking about Loba before she got here, and when they finally said who it was and her connection uh, to to the whole story, uh, how did you feel? What, what what were some thoughts? It, even though I kind of had that sort of inkling feeling that she was going to be in the games, the whole the whole build up straight from season four with Revenant, obviously when his opening scene started, and you see the family, like that whole build up was just incredible. And mm-hmm. to then actually have her announced, because so many people thought that she was actually going to be coming mid-season four, that there was actually going to be two legends season four. But then yeah. when you really think about it, are they going to really release so much content so fast? Or are mm-hmm. they going to drip feed the content and really give people something to to, to cling on to and, and hope for, you know? And that's exactly what they did. 
So as soon as Loba was released season five and her whole intro, her entrance into the games and how they actually created this story for her to to, to come in with, it, it still, to this day, it gives me goosebumps whenever I watch the videos on, on the Apex channel. And, for sure. and that's something that I really, really enjoyed is that they've, they've created such a powerful character not only with her abilities, but how she is as a person, like her story, her upbringing, what happened to her as a child to then come into the Apex Games as such a powerful force to be reckoned with. Like, it really yeah. does give me goosebumps every time. Even just hearing her name, it gives me shivers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's really interesting how she came in. She came in uh, having that whole backstory. And you're, like you're saying, it's just so powerful, such a powerful character and the way that she holds herself. And she can definitely hold her own because she is uh, the high society thief. She can hold her own within the other, you know, the legends, not just because of her abilities, but because of her personality. Like she's coming in, you know, late game. She's coming in season five. Oh, by yep. herself, even, you know, Revenant was really arrogant and super like, oh, F you, you know, I I don't care. You know, I can kill you if I want. You know, who yeah. cares if we're working as, as a team? So that was his appeal. Like, uh he fit in because he was such a strong character in that way. But her, she's like super like, you know, elegant and she can talk her way out of things, you know, and uh, she has this really strong personality. I want to get into some of her uh, abilities. I'm sure you already know uh, what she can do, but I definitely want to talk about how we can use them in game. So her tactical ability is called Burglar's Best Friend. She can teleport to hard to reach places or escape trouble quickly by throwing your jump drive bracelet not too quickly, but I think we'll get into that. <laughs> it's not as quick as we thought. Yeah. But um, her passive ability, one that uh, I really like, is called Eye for Quality. Nearby epic and legendary loot can be seen through walls. The range is the same as the Black Market Boutique. And her ult is the Black Market Boutique. Place a portable device that allows you to teleport nearby loot to your inventory. Each friendly or enemy legend can take up to two items. So I think I definitely want to get into the the whole bracelet thing and the way that, you know, we play it. Because uh, like I was saying in the first episode, um, episode zero, where we talk about ourselves and things that we've done, um, Project is is more on the competitive side, more of a competitive Apex player. I'm, I'm super casual. So we have different ways to play and I, I we're going to have different, definitely different opinions on um, the ways we play in, in different game aspects and stuff but i want to get your take on the burglar's best friend your your thoughts when it first came out and uh how it is now and and yeah everything about that i mean when you watch the trailer for for loba and you see her use her jump drive bracelet to then when she's jumped off the side by that vault the secret vault that's yeah. underground that you can actually access from flying in from the side of the map or jumping into yeah. it if you're very careful or using you know your your pathfinder grapple um you just gotta wait quite a while before you can get out again but you know we'll we'll, we'll get to that in 35 seconds um <laughs> sorry i had to steal your joke from the first episode there <laughs> no that's fine, that's fine um but yeah so with, with with her with her bracelet like it can be used in so many different aspects i personally because in that video it shows her jumping off of the off of the edge of the map and throwing it as you're falling to land unfortunately that's something you cannot do in the game. Most of you probably have experienced this at some point, mm -hmm. trying to do that epic, you know, full-on clutch gamer moment, saving the squad, you're the last one alive, you jump off the map, 
Everyone thinks you're falling to your death. No, I'm going to use my jump drive bracelet to get back into the game and take the rest of the squad out. Unfortunately, it doesn't work. But no. that being said, obviously, you can really get yourself out of a tight pinch using that. But for me personally, I quite like using the bracelet to get in and around the back of an enemy or the sure. team and really utilize that function of her because you can throw the bracelet quite high over the top of a gunfight mm -hmm. to get behind the enemy team um which you know if you're very aggressive and your teammates are with you in that that hard push you can utilize that so well and flank a team and just sure. clean them up from behind i'm sure um, as a as a wraith main it was like really different you're like oh this isn't working the way i want it to yeah it like, oh <laughs> it's not it's not instant like i'm out of here and stuff like that yeah and that's what definitely surprised me because obviously using wraith's phase ability you, you kind of for me i use q on the keyboard to to hit that ability and with 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 wraith you know, you, you hit that ability and you can kind of, even though you leave your trail, you can, especially if there's so much happening in one situation um, and your teammates are really pulling together and, and attacking the team, even if you do drop quite low with your, your HP, you can, you know, phase. And even though you leave a trail, you can still get away from a gunfight quite easily. For sure. mm -hmm. Whereas with Loba, there is that delay, you know, you're, you're vulnerable. You are extremely vulnerable when you initially throw your bracelet um, mm -hmm. for quite a few seconds. I think and at when one you point, land. yeah, exactly. Like you, you don't even land with you. Like you have, it takes a good second and a half for you to pull your weapon yeah. out to then, you know, initiate a, a new gunfight. I mean, I think I, I run a test when Loba first came out. I actually threw my junk jump drive and I was able to take my hand off the keyboard, pick up my cup of coffee, take a good <laughs> sip of my cup of coffee and put it down back on my desk. It was a full cup oh, of coffee. Man. So you know how cautious you are when you lift a yeah, hot drink yeah, yeah. when it's full. I was able to lift, take a sip of my coffee, put it back down on my desk, and I just landed and teleported and pulled my gun out in that time of me actually taking wow. a refreshing sip of coffee. So I think for future reference, potentially there may come a time when they, you know, may change that. Sure. And there was a few ideas that I actually had in terms of what they could potentially do to improve that functionality is that mm -hmm. whilst you're once you've thrown your bracelet and you're in that vulnerable state you can either move at normal speed so you're able to kind of dodge duck weave dive True. slide out of the way of gunfire or you know anything that's happening um dodging caustic you know gas or anything like yeah, that sure. you know you can move at full speed um and slide and and, and sprint or etc yeah because um, whenever uh if, if y'all don't know whenever you do throw the bracelet you are running at like half speed it probably it and you can't really do speed. anything yeah. yeah um so that was one idea i think that they could potentially do to buff her initial bracelet uh ability you know but um burglar's best friend um or on the flip side of that when you land very much similar to um you know you're able to land out of the bracelet teleportation so once you phase the cross you're able then landing with your weapon in hand and you're you can instantly get into a gunfight yeah and defend me, yourself just give me my gun man oh my goodness the first week oh jesus <laughs> it was insane like i know i'm trying to I'm trying to get used to loba yeah. whatever whatever everybody's trying to get used to her and I was like, man, I really want to try her. And I would come out of the gosh dang bracelet 
and I would be kicking. I would be like, yeah. oh my God, I, I, I got to, there's somebody right in front of me. Cause I thought, you know, like we were saying, I thought I could just jump in, jump out of fights, do whatever. Cause it's super yeah. quick. And I'm just there, uh, you know, materializing. And then I still don't have a gun out. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm, <laughs> I'm stupid. Can I get a gun please? I was, yeah. I, it was all really just finicky trying to get used to uh, how she works, but those are really good uh, buffs. They're not too much. They're not too much to where I'm like, Oh, she's kind of OP, but it, it could help the, you know, moving, at normal speed when you're throwing it because you can't cancel it like no. it's impossible to cancel it um once you start you know the bracelet animation you can't cancel it so at least give me um some running ability a little bit so i think that would uh be a good thing but yeah i think everybody was trying to play her one way uh and and she's definitely a different character and everybody needs to 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 change their mindset about Loba to where she's not super uh, alike uh, Wraith, but she's more of that flanking character. And I've been having a lot of uh, fun, a lot of success with my teammates going and then me finding an off area where I can get high ground or I can just completely go behind the team. Like I I posted a clip because it was like textbook Wraith or textbook Loba stuff. Like the team's (laughs) fighting I have high ground. I throw my bracelet behind them, and instantly there's another vantage point for me to attack the team. So I think it's just yeah. a different mindset. If you're having trouble with Loba, I think maybe change your mindset about her and how you play her. She's a little bit more passive and, and more of the support. Let's get into her, her passive ability, Eye for Quality, which I think makes her. like yeah. This is something that I miss when I'm playing somebody else. This makes her for sure. Uh, her legendary nearby epic and legendary loot can be seen through walls. And the range is kind of amazing. Uh, the range that you can see purple, gold, anything. And I instantly just make a beeline straight for the stuff. I mean, this this is probably one of the better passive abilities. And the one that I really enjoy when I play her. That's This is the one. I'm like, yeah, okay. 100%. This is why, this is why 100%. I pick her. 100%. That's it. And and that's something that I think definitely adds quality and diversity because obviously when you look at it from a loot perspective, a lot of the legends don't really like they're all, you know, quite the same um when mm-hmm. it comes to it. Like you really do rely heavily on just running around and praying that the RNG fits nicely to where you land or uh wherever you're actually moving to. Sure. Uh, and rotating on the map like you you run into a room and you think right oh my god there's 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 a purple knockdown you know we have blue helmet uh blue extended light mag you know there's there's heavy ammo and stuff like that and now that you're able to actually gather more intel for not only yourself but your team as well because mm-hmm. just because like you could be completely kitted you know you could have purple armor purple sure. helmet you know purple knockdown purple backpack but your teammates now you actually have a great opportunity to give further intel for your teammates, especially if you go to places like, for example, you know, we've gone back to Kings Canyon. There's a complete alteration to the map there. You go to like places like the market or these new POIs mm-hmm. and you're able to see this loot and pick it out for your teammates and they can instantly just move to that location and pick sure. up, you know, like purple shield or uh, purple knockdown or gold 
uh, digi threats, you know, skull piercer. Yeah. Now that's been reintroduced back into the game and stuff like that. Oh, so yeah. That's what I mean. So you're able to actually pinpoint this information for your teammates and yourself, and you know, it's it's better intel. It's 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 creates greater opportunities for for rotations as well for your team because you can see where the loot is at a good distance. I don't think it's too far, which is nice. I think how they've pitched it right now is is pretty much a sweet spot for for her ability because it is a for passive sure. don't forget so yeah. you know you're constantly no matter what you're doing around the map you are constantly seeing this loot all of the time which is great the only <laughs> thing i would potentially yeah. do if 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 i was to be really finicky about it potentially just tighten up some of the images of the loot that you see so they look oh, a yeah. little bit more clearer but then at mm -hmm. the same time that is really you know right on the boundary like that's the precipice of any sort of change to that like i would sure. really just like barely even touch it, but just give things a little bit of a clearer image. And I, I think that's what makes it pretty balanced is that you just see a purple blob sometimes. Yep. And it's like, what is <laughs> what is that purple thing? It could be a phoenix. It could be a backpack. I don't know. Just go check it out. Or it could be some random scope, you know. Um, so I think that 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 would be a good buff. And, and I think me not being able to see... Or, or really ping it that well. Like, you have to have communication. You have to have comms with yeah. your teammates. Like, hey, there's a purple thing in this building. There's something over here. Uh, because you, there's not really... It, it's a little finicky with the pinging of the actual things. You have to be a little bit closer to ping the stuff. But, yeah, it would be good to see, definitely, uh, some definition in the backpack and yeah. things like that. Because <laughs> it's just gold, purple, whatever. And, like, I don't know. Let's just go check it out. Uh, but I think that's what makes it sort of uh, uh balanced yeah. and and with that range comes her ultimate the black market boutique you can place oh. a portable device that allows you to teleport nearby loot to your inventory each friendly or anybody that's coming around anybody that touches the black market boutique can grab two items now this is fantastic <laughs> i love this i always forget to put it down though that's my problem <laughs> i always forget that i have it and i'm like oh yeah i can just easy loot this stuff but yep uh, the you know, with season five, they changed the UI, uh, you know, some quality of quality of life stuff with actually getting getting into a death box, actually getting into the uh, black market boutique. So I'm loving the new UI of, of you pulling up everybody's stuff and there's two guns at the top and then ammo, you know, a line of ammo and then all the things you can grab. So I'm loving that. Yeah. And it's really cool to see in the black market boutique um, just being able to grab anything, anything around. That's wild. <laughs> I mean, it's it's definitely introduced something, you know, so unique to this game that no other game potentially touches on. Um, sure. And you know, and and the fact that they they changed their UI to to definitely fit this this new this new characteristic as well is is fantastic. Mm -hmm. They've they've near enough catered you know this whole scenario for Loba's ultimate, and it really does change the meta for the game regardless of whether you're playing in ranked or you know public matches sure. and that's something that i really am intrigued by um the range isn't too far i think they they've really hit a sweet spot like her passive they've really hit a sweet spot with the range of the black market boutique mm -hmm. um and one thing that i would definitely suggest and that's something that i've not seen many people do especially in pubs so this this is a little tip um, Ooh, a uh, project tip. A <laughs> project Hooray. tip. Oh, Give no. it to me. I'm ready. Um, one thing, especially if you're going to be main in Loba, is that you don't want to give your enemies the upper hand on looting a certain area quickly. 
Now you can utilize this black market boutique to your advantage by leaving it open and watching it as if it's like a golden death box just sat on the floor. People mm-hmm. can see the the black market boutique staff just sat there, and they, you know, they, you know, like like magpies to to shiny material. They'll just slowly flutter across and think, <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, what's what's in this area filled with about twenty different death boxes going on here? Yeah. Like something's happened. So you can utilize it to actually, you know, use that as like a hook, as bait, for example. But one thing I tend to do quite a lot of is as soon as myself and my team have finished using the the black market boutique, I will wipe that off the map destroy it just get rid of it because then that even if you do sort of loiter in that area especially when you get to sort of the smaller zones um it does stop your other teammates one seeing you as a beacon they can see Mm -hmm. your location and see that that's where you're either hiding or that's where you are on the map at this given time and also stop them from utilizing your your ultimate so then they're unable to get you know because they could be in desperate need of shields meds maybe need a new armor plate like new yeah. new shields um they may need ammo you know attachments you know you could be coming up against a team that might not have great attachments sites stocks you know magazines so it also reduces the opportunity for them to to loot this this equipment and uh yeah you can still keep the upper hand because obviously it regenerates so you don't need to worry yeah. about destroying it because it's going to regen at some point and you can just place another one yeah so that's sure. definitely something yeah. to keep a lookout for yeah, destroy your black market boutiques. And if you're playing with a Loba, you can destroy it as well. You could just punch yeah. it. Um, I don't know if you want to waste uh, any ammo on it, but you can definitely punch it to death and then it's gone. <laughs> but uh, make sure you watch it. Yeah, you can use uh, use it. Make sure your team's got all their stuff and then uh, you know just get rid of it. Because it is super uh, great any anywhere in the game. I finding, I'm finding that her Loba abilities are really good no matter when you're playing like no matter where in the game you are which is really fun and she yeah just really fun uh gameplay style it's just like here's here's stuff for you know this is good for at the beginning you can hit a charge tower and then instantly black market get kitted for a little bit um you can do mid game as you come into a place that's not looted or someplace that uh had a big battle and you know just grabbing all the different things from all these death boxes or you know late game you can definitely stack armor and just have it there in a pile tell your teammates hey everybody grab as much armor as it is and let's you know chill here so we can armor swap uh for the final battle and things like that so i think this ult is definitely um you know high ranked for me on on you know as far as everybody else's ult it's one of the the better ones just because of its versatility all throughout the game yeah. Um, no matter where you're at. Definitely. Um I do want to talk about how and where she fits in the meta. Before we go into her story, uh, you know, within season five and how she's pushing the story forward, we just had the ALGS yes. happen. Yep, and then some more yep. yeah, uh some more, you know, summer competitions coming up. And we're still seeing or I'm still seeing, you know, the same couple legends. We're still yeah. seeing Gibraltar, Wraith, <laughs> Watson, maybe a Caustic sprinkled in there. I know there was one EU team that was sort of flirting with a crypto. Yeah. One EU team sort of flirting with a crypto. But, they're, you know, Pathfinder, they're, they're just a, a big rotation of those. Where does Loba sit on, you know, the competitive scene? And will we ever see her come into, uh, you know, winning championships? I mean, that's a very good question in its own right because she does have the characteristics and the abilities to fit in the meta at some point 
but when it really you know comes to the crunch time of actually being involved in these crucial situations when obviously you're in the competitive scene it's completely different to playing you know apex from a a pub like a pub's point of view sure. you know if, if we're mm -hmm. going to abbreviate things it's pubs you got ranked in pubs and in terms of her play style and how she is as a legend i i personally don't really think that she's going to be utilized enough in ranked or mm -hmm. co the competitive scene for the simple fact is is that her like when it comes to it her abilities don't really place much in terms of a defensive play style when it boils out mm -hmm. if you think about the meta at the moment it's either going to be wraith for transportation and movement scouting and attack style then you'll have either a gibraltar watson or a caustic uh then you'll have either a pathfinder or a crypto you know touching on crypto but majority of the time you will come up either against a wraith gibby watson wraith gibby pathfinder wraith gibby um caustic could be a pathfinder gibby caustic you know that kind of style you can kind of see the pattern here that it's very much tank defense attack mm -hmm. you know and unfortunately i don't think loba really does fit into that play style unless they do something so drastic to another legend you know they almost done it with pathfinder cool like his cooldown for the grapple now is sure. longer it's 35 seconds you will still see Pathfinder within the meta. You will see him in the competitive scene um, because of that. There are some OG players that just won't give him up. Yeah, but I, I personally, uh, from my stance, from my standpoint, like from where I'm sitting and how I look at it, I really don't think she'll fit in in the For competitive sure. scene in 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 terms of ALGs. In in Revenant before her didn't really fit either like these are really fun and cool abilities and for you to play them in pubs it's super cool you yeah. know i i still see a lot of revenant in pubs and i'm like okay that's cool you know yeah. you want to have fun with it, it you know the death box or the 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 whole coming back and, and getting a second try the whole um he got a buff on his tactical which is cool yeah and and he got two of those but he is definitely not uh competitive meta right now and loba isn't either um but she is just fun and I, i've been playing her mostly in ranked uh, you know depending on the map I, it's funny because it does depend on the map for me yeah uh loba moving around and how dense the areas are in king's canyon i love playing her i love playing loba in king's canyon because of all the stuff that's around and the more spread out areas of uh, world's edge i definitely pick crypto go back to crypto and just because I get all the, the support information that I enjoy. I enjoy seeing where everybody's at. I enjoy getting that, that heads up view. But, uh, you know, she's definitely striving in King's Canyon, which is interesting um, because I don't really care for her bracelet when I have to run like really far. Like, OK, let me just run, <laughs> you know, run to the next city, run to the next building. Like, yeah, on the other one is on the other map. It's just like, OK, that's fine. I'll do it. Um, looks beautiful as we're running. But. Uh, yeah, it's really interesting where Loba sits. If anybody has any thoughts on what we talked about with that, uh, as far as Loba goes, as far as Loba and competitive, send us an email or pop into one of our streams. Uh, email voidwalkerpod at gmail.com or, uh, you know, Jules the Human Iron Project. Uh, all the links are in the show notes right down there. So let's talk about her story uh, going forward and getting into the quest 
the quests that are going on. I we're not going to spoil any quests if you haven't done them. I mean, m- me and you, Project, definitely do them. <laughs> we're saying yep. uh, we're saying it. This is this is a thing that you got to do in season five. Hundred percent. Just do the quests. Uh, they're they're a ton of fun. They're adding a lot to the story. And and let me tell you my take on on what's going on with the story and how Loba is changing everything for the future. So I feel like everybody was super comfortable in the games. We had uh, a slew of legends from the beginning. They added a few characters. They added a few of them, you know, Watson and uh, Crypto and all that stuff. But they didn't really advance the general story for a while, for a long time. Up until like Revenant, and then we got a little bit more, and we got a little bit more, and then now with Loba, she's definitely advancing the story of the games um, going into year two. You know, uh, for the first year, it's like, hey, we're having fun, we're playing the games, haha, you know, yeah. whatever. There's like uh, an underlying story there where, you know, like corrupt things and all that stuff, but really it's just like, okay, we're in the games, we're these legends, we're having fun, we're having a good time, whatever, uh, killing people and all that. But now that Revenant came in, you kind of added a different element to the story. It's like, okay, yeah, this guy murdered somebody on TV, you know? It's like, okay, it's getting a little bit darker. And then now Loba's here, and she's completely thrusting the story forward with these characters. And I'm, I'm loving it. I, I don't know. I just yeah. can't get enough of it. What do you think? It's very juicy. Like if you if you really think about it, like the now we're starting to delve into the underbelly of Hammond Robotics, their involvement mm-hmm. with the Apex games now. And obviously there was a lot like if you look at the social media channels of Apex Legends and things like that, they actually changed their their socials, you know, when season four the the build up to season four, they removed all the content from social media, they removed everything off their Instagram, everything off Twitter, deleted all the tweets. And change to Outlanders TV to create this whole (laughs) game show persona. Because it's clearly obvious that something has come about and they're trying to hide something. Mm -hmm. That's my take anyway. To which then Revenant has now come to life and joined the Apex Games. But obviously with introducing Revenant, you're now introducing even furthermore his story which then leads on to loba's story who now is un unraveling everything underneath underneath so so it's like they've like revenant was one thing and now all of a sudden the ribbons just completely unraveled and loba's been involved in this and now she's unraveling even more but at a faster rate and that's something that's definitely like really wedged the hook inside because obviously from what we've seen from Revenant when he joined, obviously you look at the history of how Revenant's created. You know, he's a simulacrum. He's a hitman. He killed her entire family, left mm-hmm. her with nothing. So Loba's now left to grow up and survive by picking pockets. While she's doing this, she's perfecting her skill set that her father basically is renowned for and completely changed the whole story of this of of what they've created here so from what started as yeah the apex games outlanders tv a game show where people can compete for prize money to be known as a legend in the apex games 
you know, you you spawn, you come into the, you fly into the map. There's banners everywhere when you're kill leader. You know, yeah. you become the champion at the end of the game when you win. Uh, highest kill, you know, you become kill leader and stuff like that, and the, you, you damage and stuff. And that's also something what I really enjoyed. We didn't talk about it a whole lot, but that whole like idea, it felt super like Hunger Games. And yeah, that's what exactly. also drew me towards Apex at the beginning. Exactly. Uh, we didn't really touch that, but it's like, yeah, when you first drop in, it's like, oh, look at that. I can be the people. I can be the, yep. the, the that's champions. Us, that's us oh on the God. banner. That's yeah. us on the banner around the map and stuff. Like, <laughs> And and that's the thing, but now the thing is, is now that this story's starting to unravel, it's stepping away from that whole like excitement of being the winners of the games or wanting to be on the banner to now actually uncovering this story that Loba is slowly picking apart. She is For picking sure. apart. But the the what I find so fascinating is that even though Loba and Revenant have such a hate backstory between each other, obviously Revenant killing her family but then if you really think about it he's done that because it was you know he's hired to do that but whilst he's in the mix of doing that he discovers himself so he's on a hate mission himself to take down hammond robotics but then when you look at loba she's near enough doing exactly the same but through the path of taking down revenant to then take down the people that created revenant because they mm -hmm. killed her family so they're both technically even though there are opposite ends of of this this beating pole for for the Apex Games and Hammond Robotics, they're doing they're you know they're doing exactly the same thing. They're both on the same agenda. They're both on the same mm -hmm. warpath of completely destroying the two things that ruined their lives. And that's what we've been seeing sort of unravel. That's a, a lot of that's what's on a lot of people's minds. And yeah. the big question is: Do we think? that you know the perfect storybook ending is that loba and revenant are gonna join up at some point and they're gonna figure out that they have the same uh enemy and they yep. kind of work together that's kind of uh, what's been at the tip of everybody's tongue is just that how is it gonna happen is it gonna happen that would be perfect that'll be cool exactly. but will loba ever get over it though it's will like... loba ever get over what revenant did and that's the thing and it's like that saying isn't it the the is it the the enemy of my enemy is my friend or something mm -hmm. like that if i'm right in saying and you know it really does boil down to it and without spoiling any of the quest like honestly if you haven't done the quests yet please get them started because you so will uncover fun. so much information if you really want to delve into this because of the style of how they've created these quests and how you can play them out like they are they are not overly difficult, so you can enjoy them from any perspective and really delve into the story behind the Apex game. So it's not so much now just playing the game and doing it. They're creating such a great backstory with Loba now uncovering so much more information yeah. that you will but, find out some key aspects of, of what is happening. Yeah, let's actually talk about the yeah the quest without spoiling it. We're not going to spoil it, but how cool are these quests we get uh I know. you know you get a you get a mission so the basically what it's been going on and by the time this comes out there's going to be a, a a new quest already that we haven't played yeah. yet but uh there's a mission sort of and you gotta you gotta do a thing with yeah. certain legends whatever it is you gotta get through it shooting things whatever whatever but then at the end or the beginning and there's a prologue as well you can watch the prologue but Oof. it, it it adds so much to these characters. It has them interacting in a way that we've only seen in the actual games uh, with voice actors. And it helps that, you know, I can, whenever I'm reading the text, I hear the voice actor saying yep, the thing. Yeah, 100%. And it's so amazing. And, and it, it's so, 
it's so cool that these quests are pushing the story of the game forward. Uh, that's how they're that's how they're choosing to do it. They're they're telling the story of Loba in you know cutscenes and cut sequences at the beginning of the season. You know we got uh, map changes because of what she's done, but we are also in the middle of the season getting this story push with the interaction of the characters and i just love hearing you know hearing them hearing them in my mind's eye <laughs> that you know uh how they interact with each other and yeah we're seeing this on a whole nother level like how have you been enjoying these quests i mean it's it's definitely something so unique for for apex and you know it's it's something that you would definitely enjoy more and more as the story and uh, like tells itself the, when you get through these quests and stuff like that mm-hmm. but the way that they've introduced them and how you utilize certain parts of what you do in the normal game the pvp game to then introduce a pve aspect like i'm sure most of you have seen the chests the treasure chests that come out of the supply mm-hmm. drops in the main game those are what you need to then progress through quests the pvp quests but to introduce something of that style and nature into such an intense game it really does broaden the horizon for this game and what they can actually do for the future for other events and you know unraveling more of a story or if they introduce other legends you know what they can do with that and it it really does create such great enjoyment because it does completely change the the pace of the game it really does and that's something that i really am intrigued by is that they've they've utilized this function, added it to the game, and it does really work so well in my eyes. I, mean, I really enjoy it. They're gonna have to add quests to every season from now on, right? Like we're gonna yeah. expect it because it's so good. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like they, they, there is now no limit of what they can do. They can create stories for anything. Like you look at games like um, like PUBG, for example. There's nothing mm-hmm. like this in PUBG at no. all. That was like such a big hit for battle royales and then off the back of that there was Fortnite in competition and if you look at the events of Fortnite, i mean they do in-game like concerts and event like live events and don't get me wrong they are absolutely fantastic they they really are but once they're done they're done you know like that's it it was it was a great event that happened there and then it's finished and that's it you sort of go back to this style of game which is just it but with this they've created this whole story you know a prologue and it builds up and it builds and builds and builds it goes through this story you then go into the quests which now have created such depth to what was a battle royale it's now an actual story behind the game and don't forget this game is free to play yeah the the content that's in this game is fantastic it really is i mean that's that's mostly why we chose to you know, start this podcasting journey about something that we're very, you know, we're very passionate about it. Like I, you know, I hear the same thing, like you're telling me things and, and we're just like fan fanboying about it, uh, about this freaking amazing game. So, uh, that's, that's pretty much the, the low down on Loba. I mean, if we missed anything, if you want to give us some, you know, insights on how you're playing Loba or what do you think about the quest? We're always, you know, welcoming, people to talk about it jump into one of our streams the links to our streams are down there uh in the show notes you can also send us an email we'll read your emails on the podcast uh voidwalkerpod at gmail.com you can just tell us hey i 
I love the episode. I love Lobo. I love playing it. It could be as simple as that. We'll read it on the show. Um, you can also give us a five-star Apple podcast review if you feel so inclined. Uh, and we'll read the reviews and you want to tell us about Lobo, your Lobo experience as well through there. Let's get into uh, our last segment of the episode, Tips from the Outlands with Project. <laughs> this, is, this is like the the light draws down real low slight yeah. smoke machine you guys can't see this but slight smoke machine <laughs> yeah we're i yeah definitely all the smoke <laughs> all right um so project going forward on the episodes i definitely want to get your take and your your thoughts on you know certain questions things to to help people that want to get better at apex legends um and this one is definitely from me so if you want to send your questions as well to ask project you can definitely do that in our email like i just said but this one's my question to you now what is your ideal healing situation because we have a really good backpack let's say we have a blue purple whatever we have a really good backpack um we're getting ammo for you know one or two types. Uh, how many med kits? How many batteries, cells, syringes are we looking at? How many are you carrying? Phoenix kits are they viable? What is your idea in the uh, the ideal healing loadout situation? I mean, for me personally, whenever I'm looting and I'm getting geared up for you know the final zones of the game, you know there's there's two, three, four, five squads left. Uh, I would, I tend to, depending on the backpack size, I would tend to just, you know, max out the top row of the backpack with ammunition, whether it's heavy, light, light and light, heavy, heavy, you know, whichever weapon types you are, just the top row, just fill that with, with ammo. That's what I tend to do, you know, and just the second row, I would then gear up. I, I, for some reason, I don't know why, like I rate Phoenix kits. I think they are great in the game, but because of how long they take to pop off. Yeah. I really try to steer clear of Phoenix kits and just For sure. because of how quick now, like now they've changed gold shields as well. So it's not only that, you know, golds used to, if you were to use a syringe or a shield bat or cell or Phoenix kit, it would increase the speed of how quickly that sure. implemented. Now, obviously they've, they've taken away the speed. So it still is the same amount of time, but single cells and syringes do double the amount. So they, they top up double the amount of their initial worth. Um, so even though they've taken away the time, it's still always like I try to utilize single cells and just stack single cells and syringes and maybe carry two shield bats, two med kits and stack those. And then the rest just be cells and syringes. So maybe like eight cells or 12 cells and yeah, yeah. eight or 12 syringes and just balance it that way. Because at the end of the day, when you're in a gunfight, think of how quickly you can... Um, utilize a syringe or a cell and if you're like just say for example your teammates are covering you and they're fighting a team and then all of a sudden they're like oh they get completely blasted and they either go down if you pop a sing like if you're popping a battery or a phoenix kit tell me how many times have you sat there in the middle of a gunfight and said oh i'm just popping a bat i'm just popping a bat three two one okay okay i'm coming i'm coming i'm coming Uh think of how many times you do that whereas if you pop a cell or a syringe like yeah okay it may not you know completely fill your your shields may not completely fill your health but 
in quick succession, you can get up, turn around and potentially take out like, you know, one to two players because of your location of how you are, especially with Loba, jump drive to somewhere. You've got high ground. You can pick off maybe one to two players in that enemy team that are fighting you. Gives your teammates a chance to either heal and get themselves to full or in a position where they can then carry on fighting. And then after you win that gunfight, you can fully heal, fully shield, and you're good to go for the next one. Obviously, sure. everybody knows about third partying, fourth partying, fifth parties joining, you know, even a sixth party if you're lucky, yeah. you know, everyone uh -huh. gets involved. <laughs> Using that sort of scenario, it does kind of give you a bit more of a chance to just fight back quicker than potentially popping a whole med kit or a shield battery. I mean, everybody is everybody's playstyle is different, but for me personally, I've found that that for me and how I play in the game has worked more times than not and i've actually clutched up more situations than i've lost because i was able to just get just that tiny bit of health that kept me alive but enabled me to fight back and take somebody out than mm -hmm. for me to just try and hide somewhere pop a shield battery and my whole team has now died and it's now a 1v3 situation instead of a a, a potential two and a half because you're quickly popping a shield cell mm -hmm. against the three you know there, there there's so... that give and take yeah, so definitely Apex Legends is the game where you have to play with a team mentality more than a lot of other games. And yeah. that would, you know, a lot of people have asked for solos before. There's always like those Twitter comments like put a solos in or whatever. But I think that would ruin the game because it is all about how you work with your team and how your abilities play off of each other. But this game, more than anything, is about getting out of a fight healing up and how fast you can get back into the fight uh because there's just so much going on all the time like you said it's apex is notorious for the fifth or sixth party you know and it's just so much chaos going on all the time so the faster you can get back into the fight i think is you know better to have a you know like you said stack up on syringes and shields or cells and i'd even think about the whole first i didn't even think about them as rows like you're saying the whole first row just ammo and i'm like oh i never thought of it that way that's so cool that's an interesting yeah. take to to do it like you know just think about that okay this is this whole area that's it i'm limiting myself to this we can mess with everything else yeah. but i want to have at least this for ammo and then uh mess with you know they changed grenades not too long ago to only be one stack yeah uh, phoenix which... kids <laughs> we won't yeah, talk about yeah, that which... too much <laughs> yeah the grenades oh my goodness um but yeah the phoenix kids i man it's it's a lot gives you full but like man is it long you're just yeah. there waiting and it's like pop the phoenix all right five four. Oh my goodness they're, they're, my teammates are dead my teammates exactly. are dead even the you know battery is is kind of long but you know stack up on shields uh cells and syringes for sure um yeah that that's really good advice Thank you for helping me personally. I, I don't, <laughs> you're, I don't you're care if you right. help anybody else. <laughs> you know, you can listen if you're listening. You know, it probably helped you. But thank you for helping me in my gameplay on my way to platinum or something. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, that was that was our episode on Loba, episode one officially in the books. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Jules the Human. We have Project. I am Project. Where can they find you uh, on the Internet? So I mostly use Twitter and I live stream on Twitch. So my handle is literally twitter.com forward slash I am project with a three, not an E in project. 
because I couldn't get the E, which is really annoying. But we're working oh, no. on it. And twitch.tv forward slash Iron Project. It's exactly the same across both. Um, you'll find me live streaming. I do have a schedule. Uh, it is in my information within the, the channel. Um, and it's also in my Twitter. So yeah, guys, Iron Project. Check out. Cool. Yeah, I'm Jules the Human. Uh, Jules the Human on pretty much everything. Same thing, twitch.tv slash Jules the Human. All of our links will be down in the show notes. And we would definitely welcome you into our communities. We have really cool communities. You have uh, a mainly, you know, Apex community. And, and you know, it, it's super cool that you can jump in and you can just talk about Apex. I know in your Discord, they're always talking about Apex. All the time. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the thing, you know, for sure. So uh, you can definitely jump into any of our streams and just start chatting. Even if we're not playing Apex, you can talk about the podcast. You can talk about, you know, Loba, whatever. We're always welcome to have you and, you know, to talk about Apex Legends. I mean, that's 100%. why we started it, right? We just want to talk about this. Um, but yeah, you can find all of our links down in the show notes. If you want to send us an email, a question, anything, uh, any topics that you want us to cover, email voidwalkerpod at gmail.com. We'll read them on the show. Uh, be so kind as to hit us a follow on Spotify. If you're listening to anywhere else, you know, it, it's going to be on all the, you know, big podcasting area, wherever you're listening to podcasts, it'll probably be there. Uh, Voidwalker podcast. I would, you know, I think we'll both say like, we want to hear more feedback from you. We want to hear what you like, hear what you don't. And we would love for you to, you know, recommend to a friend, tell us, tell them about us. We're just starting off and we would love for, you know, to have a pretty cool community to listen to us, um, share the link on, you know, Twitter and all that stuff, and I'll retweet you or whatever. Um, but yeah, I've been Jules the Human. That's Project, and uh, see you on the next one. Peace out, guys. Thank you. We have, we have our Apex Champions. champions.